0: You're listening to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast, a podcast helping retail traders like yourself get better results. If you enjoy listening to cutting-edge options research and trading strategies that help you make consistent gains in the stock market, be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's your host, Jay Eric O'Rourke. Welcome back to the show, my name is Eric and this is the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast found on Apple, Spotify, many other podcast players. And you you might even be listening to this on YouTube. Today, I'm gonna talk about a, a pretty interesting website. You may have heard of it already. And what this website does, it's totally free by the way, is it sort of displays um, how many Robinhood users are are holding a particular stock and it kind of compares this with the current stock price. And the website is kind of being viewed as kind of a like sentiment style tool. And we'll talk a little bit more about some some real examples. Um, and and it's really based on all the Robinhood users, not the entire market. Um, they had one of the creators of the website on CNBC not too long ago. Um, and basically what what these him and his, his partner did was you know, Robinhood has an API that shares this information and they basically created a, a web website that sort of takes that information in and displays it in some kind of meaningful way. So I thought it was pretty cool. Um, there's some gotchas that we're gonna talk about if you if you go over there and look at it. but let, let's back up just a little bit. So in case you've been under a rock, maybe the past year or so, Robinhood, it's a newly very popular trading platform. I think it's grown to over 10 million users so far. You probably heard about it, it's, it's all over the news. Um, uh, I think they started out with zero commissions, with which really kind of, you know, shook the industry, and a lot of other bigger name brokerages uh, kind of followed suit. ThinkOrSwim, I use ThinkOrSwim, but anyway, Robinhood's it's pretty popular, and it's a very clean website. It's very easy to navigate. There's no sign-up. Like again, this is totally free. Uh, but this is basically how Robin Track works. So what the website does is about every hour it takes the price and popularity, it pulls it out of the Robinhood API, and then puts it into this website uh, to display for you. I've navigated and looked around. It's a little, you know, there's some delays, you know, sometimes it doesn't, things don't come up instantly. So it's not, I wouldn't try to look at this as some sort of real time website, but the fact that it updates every hour, I think is pretty good for the type of information that it's sharing for you. So according to the website, every stock on Robinhood is downloaded and it's stored on the website and it displays the data. And the two things that it's kind of looking for is the price and the popularity. And that's kind of what's displayed in a couple lines. And the price is obviously the price of the security. So, you know, if you, if you look at this compared to like an hourly chart of Apple or whatever stock it is you're 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 looking at, it, the chart, the, the price chart would look pretty similar to what you'd see in another brokerage account. But then they have the popularity uh, line, if you will, which shows basically the number of users who are holding some of that stock. So that's the general idea, comparing the price with the, and I'm air quoting here, popularity, right? So before we talk about kind of how you can use this or what they're at least saying you can use, I I really want to give uh, kudos to the guys who put this website together. I think, um, first of all, Robinhood for sharing this type of data in such a way that can be easily uh, turned into a, a visual, I think is you know something new for the financial industry. So I, I really applaud both parties here, Robinhood and the guys who put the website together. Um, but I, I wanna talk a little bit about what they're saying, how you can use it. This is from the website, but there's a big caveat here. And we'll talk about that afterwards. So let's talk about what they say you, you could potentially use it for. And I mentioned before, kind of a, a sentiment style. And one of the examples they show is, a particular stock that the price was dropping in the stock, but the number of users holding the stock was increasing. So it was kind of like a contrarian uh, indicator, if you will. We're saying, hey, even though the, the stock is dropping, the number of Robinhood users holding the stock is actually increasing. So they're calling this kind of a, a buy the dip sort of setup, right? Uh, where even though it's dropping, so it's uh, you know you might want to consider that sort of a contrarian signal that that the the number of people who own it are increasing versus the actual price. So they call that the buy the dip uh, sort of you know setup, if you will. Um, the the next one is sort of the opposite. A particular stock they highlighted was rising, and at the same time the number of users where was declining almost like an X, right? Like one's going, the 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 price is going from the bottom left to the top right. And the number of users is going from the top left to the bottom right. So this, what they're saying could be a, an indication of uh, people selling into the strength or taking profits during a particular run up. In the last sort of example they show you is they called it traders going full Momo and basically what they're saying is the the price of the stock is shown going higher and the number of users is also increasing therefore uh and the way i would interpret that is kind of uh is that the price rise is being confirmed by the increase and in, uh number of users so that that's kind of what they're uh you know showing how this could work and and i i do understand where they're com- coming from but i still think there's kind of a big caveat here with that so here's the problem for me. Here's the caveat with with this with this information, is there's there's a couple of things. The the first thing, let's just talk about what what popularity means. Um, and what's not shown here is any kind of volume. And just because more users are holding the stock, it really doesn't speak to how much volume uh, is is that is right. So it's it's not. The popularity just means if, you know, are people buying one share, or are they buying a thousand shares? If everyone's buying one share, is that significant in the buy the dip example for, you know, for example. So let's talk a little bit about comparing Robinhood to some other brokerages to kind of get a feel for how much of this could you believe in the sense of, of taking action on it, right? So first of all, let's just talk about Robinhood. Um, And I pulled this off the internet, you know, this may change over time. Some estimates that I've sort of seen thrown around is that the average account size at Robinhood is about $2,000. And they're estimating that the total AUM or the assets under management for Robinhood at the time of, you know, I'm doing this, um, they're, they're estimated about $20 billion. So, you know, not chump change. But if you think about 10 million accounts, if the average price is 2,000, you end up around 20 billion, I guess. In full sort of transparency, Robinhood doesn't display this. These are just estimates that I found on the internet. So, you know, you may wanna do your own research there to, to really kind of figure that out. But, um, but let's compare a couple other known brokerage houses. We're gonna look at TD Ameritrade, which is, uh, they do share that amount of money. Uh, TD Ameritrade owns Thinkorswim, that's who I trade with um their total AUM or assets under management is uh about 1.3 trillion dollars so you know just think about that even if they're estimating 20 billion 30 billion from robin hood TD ameritrade is 1.3 trillion trillion versus billion so it's it's a lot more right charles schwab and and this is surprising to me when i looked it up charles schwab is 3.25 trillion Right, and then you think about all the other big ones, you know. We're and we're just talking about some some retail uh, sites as well. So, you know. So the takeaway, you know, initially is that even though Robinhood is is sharing this information, um, it's not it's not sharing what the entire market is. I think this is a, an awesome idea. I wish there was a way to maybe publicly display this across brokerages, or maybe some bigger brokerage houses would display this. Maybe a TD Ameritrade or a Schwab or something. Um, but the fact that Robinhood is sharing this is, is a good idea, but it's just not significant enough to say that, oh, a bunch of Robinhood users is, uh, or a particular stop, stock is increasing uh, for Robinhood users, but does that mean that, the, that dip buyers or sellers or whatever are really, uh, is that what's really happening if that's only a small percentage of the volume, if you will, because that's something we, we can't see. So the other little sort of caveat is, is the the concept of popularity in the sense of a user holding a stock, right? So let's just say you have 100 shares of Apple or whatever, and you are a Robinhood user, you're gonna show up on, you know, in theory, you would show up in here as a holder of Apple, right? Well, if you never sell all your position, and let's say apple has a huge run up and you sell half your position then you would still be considered a user holding apple so you know even though people are holding apple it doesn't mean that they aren't buying more or selling some at the same time so it's hard for me to believe that just because the the number of users is increasing again doesn't speak to how much volume is being, um, you know, where where the buying or selling is. You would still wanna kinda cross-reference these moves in your own platform, maybe. And if you're, like you think or swim, you could look at volume and some other things. But, so again, that website is robintrack.net. I do think it's a really cool idea, and I think there's something here, but I just would caution you on taking it too, uh, you know, take it, I don't wanna say taking it too seriously, but just, Understanding that the significance of, of this data, the way it's being displayed, may not really be significant in the the full marketplace, um, because just the the number of assets or the amount of assets that's that it's displaying is a lot less because it's a newcomer uh, to the field. Now, in five years, Robinhood could be could grow and these things could be more significant, or maybe uh, eTrade, IB, IB, all these other brokerages, Tasty Trade swim, maybe they fall in line and, you know, similar to the commissions, maybe they start rolling out some tools like this. And then maybe you could, we could aggregate that data to see number of users and some other things. But, um, but anyway, it's an interesting thing. I think you should go check it out. Again, it's totally free. It's robintrack.net, that's R-O-B-I-N-T-R-A-C-K.net. I'm going to put a link in the description so if you're already on, um, if you're watching this on YouTube or in the in the podcast player, I'll put a link there so you can click over to it and the podcast website is over at stockmarketoptionstrading.com. Thanks so much for listening and thanks for all the positive feedback I've been getting over on Patreon. I appreciate it. You guys have a great day and we'll see you at the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. To join our community of options traders, head to patreon.com forward slash vertical spread options trading for details. But before you go, you should know that everything discussed on this podcast and in this episode is for informational purposes only and should not be considered financial advice of any kind.